I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Jesse Kelly Show, final hour of the Jesse Kelly Show, and oh boy, do I have a piece of audio for you from Micah Brzezinski today. You know, her and Morning Joe, they do that show on MSNBC. Before I get to that, though, I want to set it up like this. I get extremely annoyed. I'm going to get back to the Ask Dr. Jesse questions, by the way, but I get extremely annoyed and frustrated with my own side a lot. And one of the reasons that is, is our side seems so hell-bent on living in a normal, sane country that they seem to deny reality all the time. You see, the communist, while I hate him and everything his demonic religion believes, the communist, to his credit, is very, very honest about what he wants about who he thinks his enemies are, about who he thinks his friends are. The communist is constantly telling. We were just talking about China and how they're very honest about, I want to dominate the world by 2050. We were talking about the WEF and how they're very honest about, hey, you will own nothing and you'll be happy and we should control everything. This Elon Musk Twitter thing, it is... Absolutely revealed a lot of honesty from the communists. I'm going to play this for you three or four times, I think, for the rest of the show, because I want you to hear. Stop with this absurd, well, uh, uh, we don't have to be so divided. 
These people are very honest about what they think. The dangerous, you know, edges here are that he's trying to undermine the media, trying to make up his own facts. And it could be that while unemployment and uh, the, the economy worsens, he could have undermined the messaging so much that he can actually control right. uh, exactly what people think. And that if, is the that is our you, job. Yeah. That is our job. He wants to control what people think. That's our job. Chris, I'm going to get back to the Ask Dr. Jesse questions. Play that once more. Burn this into your head. They're honest about what they want. The dangerous you know, edges here are that he's trying to undermine the media, trying to make up his own facts. And it could be that while unemployment and uh, the, the economy worsens, he could have undermined the messaging so much that he can actually control right. uh, exactly what people think. And that if, is the that is our you, job. Yeah, that is our job. They're honest. Historical Oracle Jesse, after listening to all of your random what don't shake your head, Chris. After listening to all your random soundboard gun sounds, I was curious about your thoughts as to what the best firearm designed in history is. Based on the cost and ease of production, reliability, functionality, simplicity, etc. I'd say it's the AK-47. If the scope of the debate includes aircraft weapons and stopping power, what about the GAU-8 Avenger or the A-10 Warthog? Imagine being on the receiving end of 30 millimeter depleted uranium bullets at 3,900 rounds per minute. What's your What's your take? He says I can say his name. His name is Ryan, and he says, "P.S. Freedom is not free, Chris." You know, freedom is not free. It's not, Chris. Don't shake your head. It's not. <laughs> All right, the best designed firearm in history. I, look, I would disagree with you on the AK-47. AK-47 is a mass-produced piece of crap. Fully, full disclosure, I love one. I think I would want to own one, but it's still a piece of crap. I've carried one. And we were, when we were in Iraq, we were allowed to pick up other weapons and carry them along with our regular piece. Like, I've carried one. I, I, I enjoy it. It's ugly, but I kind of like that it's ugly. But I know this is going to sound like a weird answer. The AR-15, and the AR-15 is an incredible weapon, an incredible weapon. And if you care for it, incredibly accurate, incredibly accurate at distance. Look, and let me clarify again. I know a little bit about a little bit when it comes to weapons. I, 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 I can work my way around them. I'm not the gun expert guy. So I'll have now I'll have a thousand different emails, Jesse at jessekellyshow.com from gun guys, because a lot of them listen to the show and they'll say, You're crazy. I like this better. I like that better. I think the AR 15 is a borderline miracle weapon. What, Chris? The Galil? You're such an Israeli homer. Gosh. You know, the Galil is a good weapon. To your credit, Galil is a good weapon. You know what, Chris? You don't need to be chiming in with that stuff on Good Friday after what you people did. <laughs> All right, quit. Shogun of miniguns. I know you, quote, don't nut the dessert. Yes, that is rule number one. Do not nut the dessert. What, Chris? What do you mean? What about baklava, Chris? You don't nut the dessert. Keep your nuts out of my dessert, period. Anyway, but he says, but tell us your stance on raisins in the dessert. 
Few things are dis- more disappointing than eating a nice large piece of carrot cake, he said, with cream cheese frosting and then finding raisins in it. Makes me want to burn the room down. What say you? Okay, first of all, first things first. Um, don't ever push cream cheese frosting on this show again. You know what? You know what? You, I'm not going to say your name because you didn't tell me I could. You're suspended for a week from listening. Cream cheese frosting is disgusting, especially when there's buttercream frosting. Who willingly puts cream cheese frosting on something when buttercream is a thing? It drives me insane. Also, fruity desserts are amazing. Raisins are fantastic. I was in this restaurant one time. Oh, gosh, I forget the name of it. But they had this dessert menu. It was all the standard stuff they have on dessert menus, you know, chocolate cake and whatnot. And one of them was, uh, gosh, what was it? Strawberries Napoleon or something like that? Maybe wrong. Someone's out there yelling at the radio right now because I'm sure I said this wrong. But I think it was Strawberries Napoleon. And it was just a bunch of sliced up strawberries with some kind of sauce on them and then cream on it. Dude, that's as good as any dessert out there. Any dessert out there. Fruit is underrated. Nuts, not so much. I guess that actually may depend on who you talk to. (laughs) Dear Shogun Oracle, I'm in need of some help, and frankly, I'm desperate. Uh Uh-oh. My wife bought some machine that boils meat. (laughs) All right, hold on, hold on, pause. I know what he's talking about. I don't remember what the thing is called. Chris, what's sous vide? Sous vide, it's called? Is Is that Italian? What is it, Chris? What do you mean you don't know? You're the one that's... All right, whatever. It doesn't matter. Sous vide, Chris says, is what it's called. But there was this... uh, There was a uh, department store here locally, and they sold cooking supplies. But they also had a little kitchen in the back, and you could take cooking classes. I'll tell you, if you're ever looking for a fun date night, cooking classes, especially if you get a bunch of different couples together, underrated. And we go out one night for cooking classes. And I love steak, too. The guy takes this steak, takes this piece of meat, puts it into, it wasn't a Ziploc bag, but it just looked like a Ziploc bag. And he has this thing of boiling water. And he just hangs the meat. I think he clipped it to the side or something like that, but immersed the meat in the bag in the boiling water. And I was aghast. I was, what are you doing? That's the, what, that is sacrilege. And I mean, this is a professional chef. That was one of the best cuts of meat I've ever eaten in my entire life. It was it was cooked to perfection. And oh man, I'm gonna catch heat for this. I've got all right. I've got to confess something. All right, I've got to get, look. Are we in a trust tree or not? Can we be honest here? Are we in a trust tree? I don't grill my steaks ever anymore. I take a cast iron pan. I heat up the oven. Real hot, 450, 500, I heat up the oven, and I sear for one minute on one side, flip it over, sear for one minute on the other side. In the oven it goes, cooked to temperature. And I know how disappointed you are in me right now. I understand the volume of hate I'm going to receive. I get it. And I don't blame you for being mad at me. However, perfect steak every time. When you cook it to temperature, it's a perfect steak every single time. When I think it needs about a minute or two left, I'll open it up and drop in a big old thing of garlic butter on the top of it and just let that garlic butter melt all over the steak. Oh, gosh. 
My mouth's starting to water here on national radio, on live radio. It's, it's really bad. I'm telling you, it works. It works. All right. Someone wants to know about the midterms. Wants to know about Hunter Biden and Joe Biden in the midterms. Do we think some kind of a pardon is coming? And somebody has something eye-opening they ran into with their insurance company. Might want to hang on for this one because it might involve your children. This this one threw me for a loop. All that's coming up on the Jesse Kelly Show. Feeling a little stocky? Follow, like, and subscribe on social at Jesse Kelly DC. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Friday. And remember, if you missed any part of the show, you can download the whole thing at iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. On iTunes, leave a five-star rating in a review talking about how handsome I am. This guy says, hey, Crayon Eater, I think you were wrong about Creepy Joe resigning after the midterms. I think he won't until Hunter's trial is over so his daddy can pardon him and then he will resign. What say you? Okay, I can't say you're wrong. I know my prediction that Joe Biden will resign after the midterms. I know it's outlandish and I don't have some inside information. I tell you when I have inside information, do I not? I don't have any inside information. It's just a prediction. As far as the Hunter Biden thing goes, I actually, you know how cynical I am about anyone in power ever being held to account. It just never happens in this country. I actually think, and I said this when I was on Clay and Buck's show earlier today, I actually think Hunter Biden will burn for this. And this is why. I think they want Joe Biden out. And I think that will be a way to force Joe Biden out. Maybe that deal has to get cut. Behind closed doors, private conversation. Hey, uh, Papa Joe, we, we can't have any more of this. I also want to thank my incredible, supportive, and often patient family, uh, my wonderful wife, Carol, uh, and my children, Allie and David. He's 16 years old. I'm going to draft him. Yeah, they're going to pull Joe aside because the Democratic Party is unpopular right now. Because, of course, they are. They're America-hating communists, so they're unpopular. But Joe Biden is dragging them down. I think, again, this is just a guess. I don't have inside information on this. I think Joe Biden, Hunter Biden, I think all that comes together and they say, Hey, Joe, we're going to throw the book at your son possibly even include you in all this. Remember, Joe Biden's fingertips are all over it. We already have a grand jury asking Hunter Biden what he meant by the big guy, 10% for the big guy. Who's the big guy? I think I could absolutely see them using that to push Joe Biden out of office. Hey, Joe, you want to burn for this? You want your son to burn? Oh, you don't? Well, congratulations, you are now resigning for health reasons or whatever they come up with. And let's be honest, it won't be hard for Papa Joe to come up with a reason to resign for health reasons. Jesse, pay attention to this one because I had not heard this before. Jesse, today I called our major insurance carrier to ask a question about the coverage of my daughter's recent medical appointment. Before I could even ask my question, the lady I spoke with immediately told me, quote, Since your daughter is 15, we cannot discuss any sexual or mental appointments with you. My daughter's appointment was not even concerned with either of those. 
I find this extremely upsetting that parents cannot even discuss the care of their own children with insurance companies. I shortly responded to the woman, are you telling me that you will not discuss the coverage of my own child with me? She goes on to say, I am not sure if this is state or federal law, but since when do parents have so little control over the health and well-being of their children, especially in such a difficult time as adolescents with such sensitive subjects as sexual and mental health? The communists' attempts to break the American family continues. How do we fight this cultural crumbling? Well, look, you understand exactly what it is. How many... How many videos like this, just I mean, just in the past couple weeks, how many pieces of audio like this have I played for you? Hi, I'm a queer teacher, and I 1,000% do not support this bill. And yes, I do know what's in it. The bill in itself is just another way to stigmatize the LGBTQ plus community. Say that pre-K through third grade are not ready for such topics is actually internalized homophobia and transphobia very much ready for these topics and are way more accepting than adults when it comes to discussing these topics. We can talk about gender, gender assumptions, pronouns, all the things. Way more accepting than, than adults when it comes to these topics. This is a focused attempt to destroy American families. That's what all this LGBTQ Air Force stuff in schools is. It is a focused attempt to rip your child away from you and it is all throughout our society. Yes, all the way up to the insurance companies. The second we filled HR departments with a bunch of single cat ladies from college was a point where we really started going downhill in this country. The, at the corporate level, you cannot imagine how bad the rot is because in large part of the funnel of HR companies or, or HR departments. Listen. It is always difficult for us to accept this. It's still hard for me to accept this because we don't think this way. You don't think this way. They look at your kids and they want to take them away from you. They don't like that you parent your children. They don't like that you give your children guidance. They don't want your children to have your values. They look at your children as... as as things that need to be ripped away. They look at your children as their property. It would never, in the same way, it would never occur to you to walk up to a child who is with their parents and take them away and start parenting them. It would never occur to them not to. It would never occur to them to take a job as a kindergarten teacher and not push LGBTQ filth down their throats. Remember that Disney audio we played you where the lady was like, yeah, I, I, I put all the gay stuff I can in every show. Gay, gay, gay everywhere. It would never occur to the communist to write a child's show and not put his disgusting beliefs in there. They think in that way. And until we accept they think in that way, we will never be able to take them on. Again, they're constantly out there telling you what they think about you, your values, your country, your children. The communist, to his credit, is honest about what he believes. We have got to grow up and accept that he means what he says. That child you love... They're after him. They're after her. They are. They're very purposeful about it. Everywhere you look, 
We have got to be doubly as purposeful in protecting them. Hang on. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Friday and Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. Remember, you can email the show, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Remember, they're very, very honest about what they believe and what they think about children. Here's John Fetterman running for Senate in Pennsylvania. Women's reproductive freedom is sacred. I ran on that in 2016. I warned about Texas's attempts to encroach on it then, and it's nothing's changed except they've delivered on their threat. Women's reproductive freedom should not be up for debate. Abortion is health care. And if there's ever a vote that I am participating in or a part of in the United States Senate, it's always going to come down to affirm women's reproductive freedom without any qualification whatsoever, and that it is something that we should not even be discussing as this country. This is settled case law. And if elected as your next United States senator, there is no uh, outcome that I would support that, uh, that diminishes in any way women's reproductive access to uh, abortion, birth control, and health services across the line. And that includes strengthening Planned Parenthood. They're very honest about what they believe. Very honest about their efforts to take your children from you. Here's Abigail Disney. Uh, Abigail, thanks for coming on the program. So what is the Walt Disney Company actually, and how do you feel when you see it portrayed as this child abuse indoctrination right. cult? Right. Well, well, what I'm seeing happen is pretty coordinated strategic plan unfolding, uh. and uh, Disney seems like the biggest target because it's so woven into families. Mm. And so if you can create this idea that somebody's in there trying to indoctrinate your child, my goodness, the, the paranoid imagination can run 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 circles yeah. paranoid imagination you see it's just it's just in your imagination why why do you think why do you think disney's after your kids it's not as if we have them on video saying this i worked at small studios most of my career and i'd heard you know you hear whispers like I, i'd heard things like oh you know they won't let you show this at a disney show and i'm like okay so i was a little like sus when i started and but then my experience was bafflingly the opposite of what I had heard. The showrunners were super welcoming, Meredith Roberts and like the, the our leadership over there has been so welcoming to like my like not at all secret gay agenda. And so like, I, I feel like I felt like it was, I mean, like maybe it was that way in the past, but I guess like something must've happened in the last, like, like they are turning it around, they're going hard. And then all that like momentum that I felt like that, sense of i don't have to be afraid let's have these two characters kiss let's in the background this like i was just wherever i could just basically adding queerness to like the, if you see anything queer in the show i'm proud of them but like I, I just was like no one would stop me and no one was trying it's to stop me. it's so exciting i just i'm gonna put as much gay stuff in your kids show as possible it's so exciting and they let me do it it's not so secret gay agenda it's so exciting they're very honest about what they want and what they believe. We must be purposeful in taking them on. Jesse, I was using the leg press machine at the gym and had just come down with weight and was pushing back when you played the fart sound effect you appropriately keep on hand. For a brief moment, I thought I was the guilty party, but I didn't see any laughter or looks of horror. I'm grateful to have found a show hosted by a man that shares my refined sense of humor. <laughs> Says I can share his first name. His first name's Jared. Jesse. Boy, am I happy I hung in there. 
Took a while to accept your style. No regrets, Jesse. What style, Chris, what style would you say I have? Do I have, I do have a lot of style, right? The Jesse Kelly style? I like it. We'll keep it that. We'll keep it. That sounds good. You know what it is, Chris? It's a journalist style. It's journalist Jesse. There's just no one better. We love Jesse. He's the best. Jesse, please kiss my baby. Jesse, 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 Jesse. And again, we want to thank all the fans who chimed in to help us make that sound effect. Jesse, I just read the copy of the Teamsters Union newspaper. It's so bad now that a truck driver's union doesn't support truck drivers. They didn't support the Freedom Convoy in Canada. They said it could derail economic progress achieved by Biden. You can bet that if that protest happened when Trump was in office, they would be all for it. Union bosses are just part of the Democratic Party. When union members vote for Republicans, the bosses have a hissy fit. I love the show, and I'm not going to use his name because these these union guys can get themselves in trouble when they come out as being people on the right. I, all right, because obviously, as you know, I grew up a a blue collar, and I grew up in construction. I'm born in the Rust Belt. I, I have more experience with unions than a lot of people on the right. No, I was never part of one, never wanted to be part of one. But I know them, and I know a bunch of guys who were. The difference between the salt of the earth union dude out there in the ditch and the union boss who's back there getting his palms greased by the Democratic Party all the time, it is a wide gulf between the two, and they are so often doing their members wrong. I mean, think about the various unions out there the Democratic Party is openly attacking with their green agenda. You realize the green agenda means the end of all your jobs, right? Union, not union. These blue-collar jobs, they're all gone if Democrats are able to get through the stuff they want to get through. And yet they're able to openly campaign against what the union members want because the union bosses are awful, absolutely awful. What, Chris? Chris said, why don't all the union members leave? It's a lot more complicated than that, man. Sometimes, well, look, sometimes you can't leave. Sometimes you have to be part of it or you can't work. I mean, the, 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 the history of unions in the country, it's, it's ugly. If people don't realize what it used to be like. Unions, a lot of people know that there's a lot of overlap with unions and like the American mafia. And that, that came to be because unions oftentimes have pension funds. They're collecting money from all their members, and they invest that money. And then when you retire 20, 30 years, you end up with a nice pension because of the pension fund. And the unions and the mobs started to get heavily involved with each other, like all that Jimmy Hoffa stuff and the Teamsters Union, because the mob would go borrow money from the pension fund, and then they would pay it back, right? Hoffa, I I hate to say to his credit, obviously Hoffa was dirty, but Hoffa to his credit... Hoffa made the mob pay that money back. He would loan them the money, which is you're, you can't do that. It's obviously illegal, but he would at least make them pay it back. The reason the mob killed Hoffa was when Hoffa went away, they put in some stooge in charge of the union who would let them just borrow whatever they wanted whenever they wanted. It would never go calling for their money back. And Hoffa was, Hoffa was running against that guy with the mob guys like the guy they could push around. But that's, we don't need to go into all the history of it. Understand... There's a lot of overlap with organized crime and mafia guys. And a lot of mafia guys were union guys, period. 
A lot of my, they, they would, they'd give them no so no show jobs. The history of unions in the country, and I'm not as anti-union as most of my brothers on the right, just because I know the, the the members, the salt of the earth members of it. The union bosses, though, indefensively scumbags. They're just scumbags, and the fact that they get their blue collar members to vote in a way that's against their interests, really bad, really bad. All right. Speaking about speaking of against your interests. You're going to pay a cell phone bill this month. I know you are. Maybe you're going to pay for the whole family. Are you sending money, the money you work hard for, are you sending your money to Verizon or AT&T or T-Mobile or any one of these other big companies? You understand that these companies hate your freaking guts, right? And they openly campaign against you. They're quite open about the whole thing. I'm pretty sure T-Mobile still has a vaccine mandate in effect. Pure Talk loves you. Pure Talk, their CEO, a Vietnam veteran. They love America so much. This company is so committed to this country. They've decided to have customer service in America. And when you call and deal with Pure Talk, imagine this. You're dealing with an American who speaks English. And the average family saves $800 a year. Save a fortune from your cell phone right now. Dial pound Two five zero and say Jesse Kelly, and that saves you an additional fifty percent off your first month. It takes less than ten minutes. Dial pound two five zero. Say Jesse Kelly. Jesse Kelly returns next. Jesse Kelly Show, final segment on a Friday. Remember, you can email the show, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Wishing everyone a happy Good Friday. I hope you have a blessed Easter weekend. Make sure you remember what it's actually about. Now, Chris just asked an interesting question during the break. Have I ever had to hide a purchase from the wife? Snacks. Mine is snacks. And look, don't laugh, Chris. I'll never forget... I have this bad impulse buy problem and you're not supposed to do this, but I go to grocery stores when I'm hungry. All right. I go to grocery stores when I'm hungry and I've been known to come home with some food that may not be the healthiest in the world. And I'll never forget the devastation because I was in one of these snack runs in the grocery store and I'm cleaning house and I found that they have the White Castle cheeseburgers in the freezer section and you can nuke them and they're delicious, right? The little white trash, white castle cheeseburgers, greatest thing ever. And I bought the frozen ones and then it was two or three days later. I had a little craving for them. I went to the freezer. She found them and threw them away. It's not funny, Chris. It's not funny. I was devastated. I just, I almost collapsed right there on the kitchen floor in, devast- in devastation. So I have to be careful with the snacks. I've started to try to strategically place snacks in different places around the house so she can't get her grubby fingers on them. So Chris, Chris is currently in a situation where he is ordering gun parts, and he's praying he can get home before the old lady gets a hold of those gun ports. <laughs> Chris, just start having that stuff shipped to the studio, man. Have it shipped to the studio. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Oh, oh, by the way, one more thing on a on a on a weekend project note. 
Let's do remember this. It ain't good. When you look at these numbers year over year, you said it. We have not been in this place in 40 years. And the biggest increases, it's gas, it's rent, it's food, all the things you need to buy every day. So the people who are already the most economically vulnerable are going to be hit the hardest. Call Oxford Gold Group, please. Remember, we already said we're going to practice with our weapon for 10 minutes this weekend. Take a few minutes and call Oxford Gold Group this weekend. They will deliver gold to your front door. Real gold. Delivered to your front door. Gold the politicians can't destroy the value of. Nobody can destroy the value of gold. You like history. I like history. How long has gold had value? Well, I don't know. Forever? Call 833-995-GOLD and tell Oxford Jesse told you to call. They're super laid back and easy to work with. They will help you. 833-995-GOLD, Oxford Gold Group. Tell them Jesse told you to call, all right? All right. And now... Here's a headline. By the goal, you know the, you know the thing. Emails. We didn't get to. <laughs> Jesse, 67-year-old Canadian listener here. I lived in Windsor, Ontario, Canada my entire life. Immersed in American culture. How can a country, America... So blessed, be despised by so many of its own citizens. I would change places with any of them tomorrow if I could. It's heartbreaking. Keep up the great work, Jesse. I know you hate the comparison, but to me, you are the next rush. Oh, gosh. Thanks for all you do. Uh, Look, that's communism, man. Uh, There's not another way to put it. And it was done purposefully. Remember, the fact that we have such a large percentage of our countrymen who are trying to burn down the country shows just how effective the communists was. This came from the Soviet Union. The Soviet Union was very purposeful about this. Chris, do you have that Yuri Bezmenov clip we play? I think it's appropriate to play this again. Remember, Yuri Bezmenov, he was a KGB agent, and he defected to the West. And he gave this great, I think it's an hour and a half long, it's still available, shockingly, on YouTube, but he gave this long sit-down interview And this is going to be a longer cut, but I'm going to let it play because it is important. Everyone understands what we see happening right now. The divide, the America hatred. It was done by the communists and it was done on purpose. Ideological subversion is is the slow process, which we call either ideological subversion or active measures, activne meropriyatia in the language of, of the KGB, or psychological warfare. What it basically means is to change the perception of reality of every American to such an extent that despite of the abundance of information, no one is able to come to sensible conclusions in the interests of defending themselves, their families, their community, and their country. It's a great brainwashing uh, process which goes very slow and it's divided in, in four basic stages. Uh, the first one being demoralization. It takes from 15 to 20 years to demoralize a nation. Pause it, pause it real quick. Nation? Pause it real quick. Pay attention to this part. 15 to 20 years to destabilize a nation. Pay attention. Go. 20 years to demoralize a nation. Why that many years? Because this is the minimum number of years which requires to uh, educate one generation of students in the country of, of, of your enemy exposed to the ideology of the enemy. 
In other words, Marxism-Leninism ideology is being pumped into the soft heads of, of, of at least three generations of American students without being challenged or counterbalanced by the basic values of Americanism, American patriotism. The demoralization process in the United States is basically completed already. Uh, for the last 25 years, actually it's overfulfilled because uh, demoralization now reaches such areas where previously not even Comrade Andropov and, and all his experts would, would even dream of such a tremendous success. Most of it is done by Americans to Americans, thanks to lack of moral standards. As I mentioned before, uh, exposure to true information does not matter anymore. A person who was demoralized is unable to assess true information. The facts tell nothing to him. Uh, even if I shower him with information, with, with authentic proof, with documents, with pictures, even if I take him by force to the Soviet Union and show him concentration camp, he will refuse to believe it. It was all done on purpose. They came here, they knew they could not defeat us economically or militarily, and they, it was all done on purpose. They knew if they infiltrated the media, the education system, Hollywood, they could take the culture of a nation and rot it out underneath us. And what's so amazing about that is the Soviet Union is obviously gone. They're not even communist anymore. And the people today who push this communist filth all over this country, they don't even know where it began. You ask the American communist today if he's some Soviet agent, he would laugh in your face because he has no idea. That's where it began. Now, even his professor may not know because it was his professor and then his professor and then his professor before him. Now, the communist just continues to teach America-hating communism without end, and he doesn't even understand where it came from. I agree with this Canadian listener. I, it is one of the things that has shocked me, things, one of the things that I have woken up and realized. A huge percentage of our countrymen don't love the country. That's tough. That's rough, right? I mean, that's, the, that's a bitter pill to swallow. But hey, look, sometimes you have to swallow. <laughs> it is the Jesse Kelly Show. You can email the show, jesse at jessekellyshow.com, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Remember, Jesus died today. It's Good Friday. He'll rise again. Well, we're going to celebrate him rising again on Sunday. So pick your chin up, right? All right. That's all. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., 
we dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.